Hey man, what's up? Uh, have you ever heard of the Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival? Uh, <laughs> okay. So Erie Canal. Yeah, I've obviously heard of. Yeah, yeah. It's like Erie. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a haunted canal. <laughs> Welcome to the Erie Canal, you know, <laughs> so it's like Ew, Erie um, and then like, would you call it a soda pop festival? Yeah, it also goes by the name of Bull Island. Stop. You're just making stuff. What is this? Is this uh, the first fire fest? <laughs> I'm so, yes. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, this is this is the fire fest long before fire fest. This is a fire fest before the fire fest guy was even born. Really? Uh, yeah, it was Labor but Day. This is this is this is Billy McFarlane's grandpa. <laughs> I, w- I gosh, I wish you were related. I'm gonna do a 23 and me. There's 400,000 people here. We are a new town and build like this giant bonfire of catering trucks. You know what's eerie about Bull <laughs> is that it's haunted by a bull. Cover uh, your eyes, kids. <laughs> that girl's got her pits out. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Tilling it, tilling it. So is this really like a firefight? Like where it was like just a, they yeah, planned 19- a big thing and it just fell apart? 1972, the Erie okay. Canal Soda Pop Festival um, was yeah the fire fest before fire fest. Um, the fire fest of the seventies, the fire fest of the seventies. Okay. Yeah, uh, and Ja rule was still there though. <laughs> ja rule. He was yeah, he was an early investor. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually his first investment. Um, well, you think you would learn his lesson, but <laughs> yeah, but 50 years later, he said, I'm going to try said, this know, again. <laughs> it's 50 years. I still look pretty young. Um, no, yeah, so this was a, a festival founded by a guy named Tom Duncan and Bob Alexander, Tom and Bob, um, Bob and Tom, Bob and Tom, which sounds like your stereotypical uh, stoner duo, duo who's going to screw something up. Yeah, um, and that's exactly what happened actually. So it works out perfectly. Um, it happened in Griffin, Indiana. Uh, here's a little backstory on this. Okay. Uh, so the seventies, the early seventies, they were this magical era of the birth <laughs> of the festival. Uh, the music festival. Yeah, it hadn't happened before this um, Woodstock. Woodstock. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Woodstock kind of opened the doors and everyone was like, oh my gosh, this really was. Yeah, uh, nobody had ever really done music festivals like that before. There was big concerts, but there was never this multi day event where there was 70 yeah, of the was. best artists of all time. Okay, yeah, tell me about it. The Billy Graham revivals. Oh my gosh <laughs> in like the 40s and 50s. This guy's been doing you know, this, Billy Graham was doing winter is, jam. <laughs> Before Billy Graham winter jam. Come on. (laughs) And the newsboys were opening for him. (laughs) They still had the drum thing in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Michael Tate was also still there somehow. (laughs) Uh, No, it was it was a relatively new thing uh, and seeing the success. So did Woodstock catapult people into doing festivals then kind of so people saw the success of Woodstock. Um, and then all these local promoters, which even promoters was promoters, like, yeah, no, you thought you were gonna get past <laughs> it, but yeah, I got you. Okay, promoters. Uh, we don't even need brick and mortar buildings anymore. <laughs> we got brick and we got brick, brick and promoters. <laughs> uh, so the promoters uh, all across the country started yeah. saw Woodstock and they said, hey, we can this looks fun and like it could make a lot of money. So I'm going to try it in my town, uh, and so that's exactly what happened. A bunch of these like small town promoters were like, "I'm going to put a, together a Woodstock in my own town," um, and f- most of them were like uh, relatively unassuming. Okay. Like they had a few thousand people show up, um, and it was like a fun time, whatever you know, not a big deal. Well, uh, these two guys, Tom Tom Duncan and Bob Alexander, um, they figured, "Hey, uh, we've been doing this for a while." Um, we've been promoting a lot they, of stuff. They've been all right. <laughs> we we kind of know what we're doing out here. Yeah, they're like we're we're professionals, um, sort of proportionals. Yeah, Perfors- and we're out here professional promoters. <laughs> we can we can throw out a uh, festival. 
All right. We should get a few propane tanks. Propane tanks. Okay. I'm I'm getting over this already. So the the idea is as old as time. <laughs> you know, festivals have been around for a long time. The the ancient Greece ancient Grishonians did it. <laughs> I was just trying to be as, as Tim as possible, which also your name's not Tim anymore to me. Yeah, there was a YouTube comment today. I don't know if you saw this Alex. There was a YouTube comment today uh, that quoted Tim that had a quotes and then instead of putting his name uh, put the guy that's not Jaron and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I'm sorry that people know who I am. <laughs> you know, I apologize that I'm, you know, I'm the face of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care. Whatever. It's I funny. had a moment like that though. What? A guy commented on one of Reagan's Instagram pictures yeah, yesterday. She say? posted a picture, and uh, a guy commented and said, "Are you still with that guy?" <laughs> and That's it's what like, you get for all the "Are you still with that girl?" jokes you make. Are you still with that girl though? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, oh, you, well, okay. I'm still with that anyway. All right. Can I tell you about this now? Wow. <laughs> so these uh, these promoters, they had recently done a pretty big festival um, in uh, in Indiana in a small town in Indiana. Okay, um, and, it, and was, it went well. N- well, I mean, the festival went well, but to the local community, it went very poorly because what happened was a bunch of young um, music fans came which in the 70s meant they were hippies and meant that they were doing drugs and the presence of drug generalization, but okay, okay, but the presence of drug users (laughs) in their town ruined their lives for these people in Indiana um, because they existed and they were close because they saw them and they were like, (gasps) yeah, yeah, so the the local not because it created addicts in the town. No, yeah, literally nothing happened. They they just saw them and they were like those people exist. Yeah, and and it was an outrage for the locals. Oh, yeah, Um, they protested the festival obviously. Yeah, and so uh, which uh, sidebar that first festival they called um, uh, the ice cream social, which I just there's just something there's just something about that era where um, they just came up with lame names for stuff. You know, ice cream social. Yeah, like you're gonna. I don't know anything that ends with social is something you don't want to go to. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's like what the youth groups are doing. Like the yeah. weird youth group in town. You know. They're it's, it's like, hey, you ice cream social. To, yeah, you want to come to my ice cream social at my yeah. youth group? And you know, so why did so why didn't people go to your youth group <laughs> when you were a youth pastor? Because <laughs> you never used the word social in your events, but people still didn't show up. Why is that? Okay. No, I'm just saying if you're blaming it on this on the name, you know, whatever All you right, couldn't so. grow you through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you were better so they, at promoting they threw it. this festival and Indiana was like, we wish you weren't around. We wish you just didn't come. So they told them you can't do that again. Um, and they're like, this in the same area. Yeah, so it's it's like southern southern Indiana. So then they uh, picked a location uh, a little outside of that town, a town called Chandler, Indiana, okay. to book their next big festival. So this was kind of the first one was kind of like their their. I thought the towns would enjoy a festival because it does bring in a lot of business. Yeah, unless that business is people that you don't like, um, um, and that was the problem is they didn't like the hippies because they yeah they didn't understand. That's that. why people are opposed to Starbucks coming up in some towns. They're like it's going to bring a bunch of. Yeah, hairy armpit liberals around here. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna see their pits. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So so they blocked them. Cover Uh, your eyes, kids. (laughs) That girl's got her pits out. I'll be honest. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear it till it came out my mouth. <sighs> okay. So so. <laughs> okay. So. 
So Tom, Tom and Bob uh, uh, after their you know, the Bob and Tom is like a radio show. It's not them and but also you know that you say names in alphabetical order not this time, so you can't keep saying Tom and Bob. I think it sounds better. Tom and Bob does it. How does it go? Tom and Bob Could I guess you say Tom and Jerry and that's not alphabetical order. How do you decide which name goes first? How did you and Bree decide? <laughs> this is a real question. What do you mean <laughs> when you and Bree talk about us? Yeah, how do you refer to me and Reagan you and Reagan? Yeah, I mean I are like hey should we invite well <laughs> you guys never say that <laughs> that was a really good dig. <laughs> I that think, was good. I think it depends on the context like if it's a story featuring Jaron and Reagan's the ancillary then it's Jaron and Reagan, but Gee, if it's a your, story your vocabulary, look at you just bring out ancillary oh can't freaking say <laughs> half the words in the English language, but you're pulling that out your butt, aren't you? Jeez, the, and I think it's context. It's context okay. is key. All right, we need to talk I, about I this freaking say, festival. Man. I understand we're, we're doing it, but I'm just trying to figure out. So Tom and Bob are going to put on this festival. They approach another mm-hmm. town. Now, does the other town know the other town was pissed? Yeah. So after after this, the it other kinda, town was like word spread. Word started to spread, but it's spreading slowly. It's the 70s. These these things spread slow. So word's spreading, but word's it's kind of it's slow. But yeah, but it's it's spreading slowly, and so they they book. Uh, their Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival, bit of a mouthful for Griffin for Chandler, Indiana. Oh, okay, 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 okay. For Chandler, Indiana, um, and they were gonna. Uh, it was gonna be at this racetrack in Chandler, Indiana. Okay. Uh, and so they started putting all this resource into it, investing in it, building porta potties, building um, uh, locations for food, uh, clearing out spaces for tents and parking. Like yeah. they were investing in making this an event. Uh, wait, uh, and all of this is happening. So what's the timeline for throwing a festival? How much time do you need to set up? Um, I don't know. I actually don't know what the timeline is. Like if for they're them. setting up already, you're saying they're putting porta potties up. They're doing all that stuff. That means that they are gearing up for the festival. Yeah, it was a little different back then because I don't think there was porta potties as I think as we think of them. Like they're like outhouses. they're building so they're building. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's probably a little a little a couple months out at this point. Really? Yeah, it's not. You got to plan a whole festival months out. Yeah. Do you have to do that now? Yeah, I think I think people who are booking festivals. I well, think I mean, you're booking the talent and stuff, like, but I mean, like, as far as like setting, I'm saying like actual setup. Yeah, setup is probably. When do you think crew rolls in for Coachella? Um, probably like a week or two out. Okay. Nowadays, okay. Uh, but like, but it's the 70s. Yeah, it's the 70s, so they're just slower at everything. <laughs> they don't okay. have power tools, and it's Indiana. <clears throat> yeah, like you got to spend honest. half your day being like, what, what are we doing here again? <laughs> And like it's a festival. Okay, it's f- okay. I just wonder what I'm supposed to tell my mom when I go home. <laughs> Don't know what that is. Yeah, anybody got a dictionary? Uh, so, so what's the, the ancillary here? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So, so they start. They start. Uh, uh, so they're setting the up. Yeah. yeah, and then word gets to uh, the the government of Chandler of what happened at the Freedom Festival and Ice Cream Social. That's the full name freedom uh, festival and ice cream social. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They see, like, I see now they seem like two very different events. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it which did not go great uh, and they Chandler was like, oh, you guys are planning something bigger, um, so you're going to bring a lot more of undesirable peoples to our town undesirable peoples. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so Chandler uh, after uh, a couple court battles with yeah. them, uh, they ended up being like, yeah, you can't do the festival here, uh, and they had already invested all this into yeah. putting the festival there, so they start rapidly trying to find a new, lo- new location, but now word is spreading faster to all the surrounding counties, uh, and all the counties are like, no, can't do that here. You're not going to do that here. We don't want you here, and so, it, it was primarily because of the type of people that festivals attract. I mean, it wasn't just that. I mean, you've been to a festival. It's a it mess. gets pretty trash. It's a yeah. me- it's kind of trashy. Yeah. Like things get messed up. It's dirty, and there is like a, a a bit of a crime problem. There is the revenue that comes from the tourism, but it's like a one weekend thing, and then you're just kind of left to pick up the pieces. Yeah. Um. And so, I, I think I think it's a little of both okay. of that the mess that it brings and the the people that it brings. Um. And so pretty much all of southern Indiana blocked them from putting on this festival and at this point 
Uh, Tom and Bob had invested $700,000 in 1972 yeah. into this event. So they're like, this has to happen. Uh, and they're like, we've sold 55,000 tickets. Uh, we've invested $700,000. Wow. They were like, this event has to happen. Who and are the main acts going to be? So this, so the lineup was pretty amazing. Uh, they had here's some highlights. Uh, Black Sabbath, uh, Joe Cocker, Almond Brothers, Cheech and Chong, Fleetwood Mac, uh, uh, let's see. Here's uh, the doors, the Eagles. Oh, okay. um, it's, it's, it was a massive show. There's like hundreds of artists on this on this lineup. Yeah, um, and they're some of the biggest names at the time uh, are, are in this lineup. So it was going to be a, I mean a massive massive event. Yeah, uh, and so they're spending all this time and energy trying to figure out okay. Where the heck are we going to put this festival? We cannot not do it because we put We've basically and also if you sold fifty five thousand tickets already, yeah, yeah, you sold. 55, how are you 000. rolling up to a town and being like, yeah, excuse us. Hey, can fifty five thousand people come here? So what they did is they got cheeky. They found this spot that sits right on the border of Indiana and Illinois. It's called Bull Island, and it's a strange sort of um, uh, geographical. Anomaly because okay. over time, this Illinois, the Illinois Indiana uh, border was separated by the Wabash River. Mm-hmm. But what happened is, long after that was established that that was where the border was, the river changed courses, and so there's this one spot where it curved up into Illinois, um, and so technically, uh, this island it was is not Illinois. really an island. It's not really an island. Yeah, technically, it's in Illinois, but it's on the Indiana side of the river. Um, because the river changed courses. <clears throat> and so they said, hey, so we can book this event in Indiana and people from don't have to cross the river to get there, but it's in Illinois and the people in Illinois and at that time they didn't out. have bridges, so they couldn't do it across the river. <laughs> you know, bridges hadn't been invented yet, <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't want 55,000 people swimming across a river. Yeah, you don't want that. It's it's chaos. Uh, so they so they said, okay, well, we're going to put it here. And so they contacted the owner of the land uh, and they agreed to it. They the owner was like, well, we'll rent it out, but they were smart at this point. Yeah, they said, like, what are you doing out there? Oh, it's a family reunion. <laughs> That's what I've been told. If you're planning a wedding, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one they of my charge friends, you less. One of my friends is in a wedding band and he says that as soon as they hear the word wedding, like they charge like four grand. But if they'll play for like a you know get together yeah. family reunion, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a family reunion. We're gonna. I mean, some people are gonna get like legally connected for life there. But I mean, hey, some fancy people are gonna kiss on that end. But that's like ten that, minutes. Yeah, that that's that ten minutes of don't the worry thing. about that. Yeah. Uh, and so, but they got. But Tom and Bob got smart, and so they said, "Look, everybody's against us. The whole world's against us." You know, this is this is what the Lord told us was going to happen. We were yeah. going to be persecuted. We're going to walk around Indiana seven times, <laughs> and they're going to let us do this music festival. No, so they said we aren't going to announce where this is happening oh. until the weekend of the event because they won't have enough time to organize and stop it at that point. Uh, and so they were like, so they literally they waited, and here's Labor Day weekend, the the weekend of the event. Yeah, and they're setting up on Bull Island, and. Meanwhile, uh, they had taken out ads in the sh- local Chicago radio station and a full page ad in the Rolling Stone. Uh, and so people from all over the Midwest are hearing this ad because this radio station was a prominent radio station that had range yeah. to cover multiple states. Um, and now people all over the Midwest are saying that sounds cool. There's sounds, a lot of huh. bands I like. And I mean, like, <laughs> what else am I going to do? <laughs> you know, I've got one TV channel. And one radio channel and one wife that I hate. So I would just leave her here, you know, and I will. Uh, that was still a time where you could leave your family and never talk to him again. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, I miss it. You know, you were alive. No, but I mean, like I missed the, uh, the ability I miss the idea. I, I miss the, the idea of being able to go, you know, I, I feel wish, pretty trapped. I, I wish I could disappear. I don't know. Now. I was talking to my counselor last night and uh, <laughs> Just like really, what if I like slipped out a podcast host? Yeah. Now that we've ever been in any kind of like, we're not like, but it's just like Tim, I've been, I feel trapped. I feel, you know, I can't. Anyway, can't escape. I Don't miss the times when. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, his dumb laptop is still. Plug it. 
It's our brand. I can't get it plugged in. Get it hey, don't one. yank that Stop out of my that. hand. You're I, gonna break it. You're gonna you're gonna unplug this. The battery's gonna die. It's gonna ruin the episode. <laughs> okay, get out of here. Hey, thanks for being here for things I learned last night. Uh, if you want bonus content, early access to episodes, and a whole lot more, including a Discord channel, uh, we have that available to our Patreon supporters. To sign up for that and for more info, uh, text Tillin to six six eight six six. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L in at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. So, so the weekend people rolls around, are just going from people, everywhere. People are start coming, and everybody thinks the event is still in Chandler oh. uh, at that racetrack because they haven't announced that it's changed yet. Wait, um, is the does the ad in Rolling Stone and all that? Yeah, says Chandler. <laughs> yeah, because they booked it before oh! Chandler blocked them. I thought you were saying that the, the new advertisement said it was at this place. No, they have not announced where it's at. Now that's a funny thing we could do <laughs> is we could just do a fake festival and flood Mount Vernon, Missouri with just a ton of hairy hippies. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> and they're just walking around being like, hey, where's the festival? And everyone's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying that people in Mount Vernon didn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> they were like, where's the festival? Are you speaking? English? What was that? Where's the festival? You're going to have to slow this down. What was that? I, I, I really thought that's what you were saying. Okay. I don't know why. I was like, listen, I, we're not going to make fun of Mount Vernon. It's still my hometown. Come on, but we should do that. <laughs> we should flood a town. <laughs> That's really funny with just an insane. Yeah, yeah. Petition your town in the comments. Let us know if you want whatever gets the most votes. Yeah, where do you, it's <laughs> like it's like how people will like swat <laughs> twitch streamers. We should festival a town. <laughs> we should just yeah, my, my town got festivaled like three years ago, bro. <laughs> this is seriously like the new thing that's going to happen on TikTok. I'm telling you right now that we're just going to put out advertisements for massive festivals. We're going to promote. A t- uh, we're going to promote a festival and people are just going to show up, dude. That's hilarious. <sighs> write it down. Write it down. <laughs> I don't know where but <laughs> even funny. fake type fake type and t- thank you for writing it down. <laughs> That's whole. I'm seriously when I'm telling you, I think this is a really funny idea. I think it's hilarious. We too. should do it. So people show up in Chandler. <laughs> yeah, people show up in Chandler. Fifty five thousand. Yeah, fifty five thousand people show up in Chandler. Here's the thing. 
uh, Chandler realized at this point they said, oh, we canceled this event and these people are still here and there's n- now now there's no mad. event <laughs> and now they're, they're like so they hired a puppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to entertain these people like yeah, there's that one guy who like plays the flute and he just kind of like hang out in the park and yeah, there's some dude from them. my high school who says he's a comedian and he could come <laughs> do it. So uh, so literally like the weekend rolls but, in and as everybody's coming in, they're flooding Chandler and the neighboring towns. And Tom and Bob are riding around in a pickup truck. We moved it. It's follow us. That is not here. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you are you trying to corral that crowd somewhere else? No, or so they you, took out a new radio ad and they said, hey, uh, the the uh, Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival has moved. To Bold Island. Here's how you get there. How far away is that? Um, I don't know how far it was, and so everybody three and a half hours. Uh, I, I don't think it was that far. I think it was probably an hour away. You know, it's, okay, it's okay, relatively okay. close to where they were, uh, but I don't know exactly where. Um, and so now all these people are like, "Oh, sweet, cool, let's go over there." So they they're asking their Airbnb hosts, "How do we get to?" Yeah, is there any way we paid for like three the whole weekend? But could we just? Can we get out early? Can we like, get I know, early check I, out? I, I like, mean, like, don't and come on, look at me. Okay, I know you're charging a big cleaning fee to keep <laughs> your rate down. Right down. Okay, forty five dollar rate, but a seventy dollar cleaning fee. Come on, you think we're dumb? We see through you. We see right through you. Yeah, most of them actually just slept in the town park. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense. That's why they didn't want them there. <laughs> Golly. So they all leave. Uh, here's what happened. Thanks uh, for your hospitality. We still trashed your town. Uh, so here's what happened. Uh, they were estimating a crowd of 55,000 because that's how many tickets they sold, right? Uh, but there was also a bunch of people who showed up to buy tickets at the door. Oh, no, um, and estimates uh, say that the the crowd that showed up ended up being somewhere between 250,000 and 400,000 people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this this event was planned for 55,000 people and on the bare minimum five times that showed up. Uh, so to say they were unprepared for what happened is an understatement. Um, we got to get more ice cream. <laughs> we don't have enough ice cream for these this people. ice cream social is going to fall apart fast. It's going to melt before we get to the end of the line. All right. So uh, speaking of lines, but you know what happened? <clears throat> yeah, and this is a true story. Actually, it happened on Bull Island. Okay. <laughs> Um, is that there was a boy there who had a basket of fish and bread? <laughs> you with me? Keep going. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And uh, and all of those people walked away fed, fed, full, full, and they had leftovers. Oh my gosh! How? Isn't that the mystery? All right, yeah, you know that makes a lot of sense. Speaking of mysteries, uh, I want to shout out a review real quick. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, here, here's a here's a review. Someone said, "Hey man, have you ever heard of Tillin? Uh, because it's awesome." Except seriously, don't listen to this at your job without headphones. Uh, Tim's laugh is that of a beautiful honking goose or parrot, some kind of bird. It's honestly nice. the best. Always makes me laugh. But my coworkers don't like it. Uh, I may know from experience. So. Uh, listen to me on full volume at work. Hey, uh, thanks for watching that. and to uh, your coworkers that left one star reviews. <laughs> thanks guys. <laughs> what if that's what someone did? Someone was like my coworker listens to this annoying podcast <laughs> every day. So now I follow the like what if you follow it out of vengeance? Yeah, because you're follow the podcast. Okay, <laughs> and I leave a one star review and I down I downvote every everything. Episode. I followed the guy to his house once. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, 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 what? I found this house. Uh, so uh, here you said line. Uh, this event, uh, uh, the the location they chose had two roads leading in and out of it, um, and so traffic was backed up for 20 miles uh, coming oh. into Bull Island, and it was so bad that most of the concert goers ended up just saying. Screw it. We'll walk. Oh, and so they just pulled over into the shoulders and I'm I kid you not 20 miles. I kid you not cars were lined up on the shoulder six seven cars deep down into the ditch uh, for miles 
because people were just like this traffic isn't going to in the median in the ditch on the highway into Bull Island. Uh, everybody's just always like, yeah, I give up. I'm walking uh, <laughs> and they just rolled in. It's the eeriest thing of the eerie canal. <laughs> <Soto Pop Festival>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with dude. People were so backed up in traffic that people started looking at the housing market there. And I, guess, like, I guess we live here now. <laughs> I guess we you live know, here. I'm now. never going to get my car out. <laughs> My car stays. There's 400,000 people here. We are a new town. <laughs> we this is a that's new how town. towns form. That's how it starts. It all starts like this. Bro, can you imagine real. if 250,000 people showed up in Mount Vernon, Missouri? Look at that. And they just left them there for the whole weekend for all of Labor Day weekend. <laughs> they just ditched them and like that's a time where car alarms weren't really a thing. <laughs> you know, if you forgot where you parked, <laughs> There was nothing on the highway. Hey, where did I park? Oh, mile marker 162. Got it. Okay. <laughs> remember that. Remember that, guys. Guys, remember that. Mile marker 162. And then at the end of the weekend, one of them was like, oh, gosh, it had two in it. It had two. It had a two. It wasn't two. It was three. I'm telling you. Okay, Candace. Whatever. All right. It wasn't even my idea to come out here anyway. Yeah, I didn't want to go to this festival. It's got a weird name. The ice cream social was even. Like I imagine annoying festival girls are still there in the seventies. So they get there, uh, and the show starts. Bands start playing, um, but uh, concert goers started to realize pretty quickly that this wasn't what they expected. Uh, Okay. uh, Probably the first realization uh, was the bathroom situation. Oh yeah, I mean, if you plan for fifty, yeah. 000, so I mean, at at the Chandler Raceway, they bathrooms. had built fifty toilets, right? That they were planning on using but one this was toilet for every thousand people. That's at the original plan. That was the original plan, yeah. Uh, and so they were they had built the fifty, and uh, they were relatively prepared at the okay. Chandler Raceway. Well, here's the thing: they moved this, they pivoted weeks. Yeah, but they're next before. to a river, so they had six toilets for 250,000 people on this whole swap of yeah. land and one so, of them was reserved for the bands. <laughs> yeah, you actually might be right. Uh, and so uh, what in their writer <laughs> they have their own bathroom. <laughs> they have their own bathrooms. So what uh, ended up happening is people just found an area on the edge of the island that became this massive public field bathroom and it earned itself the nickname the turd fields <laughs> because that's what it became. It was just like a swamp of human excrement and they call it the turd fields, uh, mm, you know, <laughs> and that's when people started to realize this isn't oh, yeah, this man, isn't going to be good. Something's off about this place, <laughs> uh, but they we had to walk seven <laughs> miles. <laughs> yeah. What's ironic about it is the road leading in uh, that road was literally finished that week in construction because they had built like a logging operation. There. They just opened. They it. literally just built that road <laughs> and it's already just and the festival was like it's closed now. start over. <laughs> People are pooping on it. What do you think about that guys? Yeah, you like this road. It's now the turd fields. <laughs> the turd curb if you the will. Curb. <laughs> uh, so as the festival starts to roll out, drink more water. A lot of the, a much. lot of the big name uh, uh, artists on the festival start dropping off because uh, oh, two reasons. One bus couldn't make it. Yeah, well, probably actually They're like we're not going to carry the drum set seven miles, <laughs> but probably the biggest one big uh, the bigger bands were like, hey, you're paying us for 50,000 people and there's a quarter of a million here. You need to pay us more and when the promoters yeah. couldn't they were like, all right, we're not Wait, they couldn't. Why couldn't they? Well, because Did they not get revenue from these extra people. I mean, they probably could, um, but they're greedy. I don't know. I don't know why, but they just didn't. They just For did, so they reason. were like, we would rather you just not play. My guess is that they actually couldn't. Um, I'll bet that this was a uh, I, I bet they took a big loss on this moving. I mean, they had a bunch of extra people show up, but moving they I mean, how they much do you, you, you know how much they charge for tickets uh, 20 to 25 dollars. Really? Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty pricey back then. I know, but um, I'm looking at the numbers of like. I don't know. I mean, they probably had a lot come in. You think they were just breaking even maybe. 
I don't know because they they spent seven hundred thousand before they moved it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done the math, but for whatever reason, they declined to pay like, these nah. people when they wanted the increase. Um. And so that frustrated a lot of the concert goers, um, because all of a sudden there was just massive time slots of the event that were just an empty stage, and there was one stage because this was early festival. And so here's 250,000 people just staring at an empty stage for what what it's going to be a 50 minute set. Um, and so and they didn't have phones. You know, they couldn't <laughs> yeah. they couldn't play Candy Crush. Yeah, all they could do is just stare at each other's heads, the back of each other's heads. That's what they did back then when everyone stared the same direction. What do the people in the front row look at? <laughs> They're just an empty stage. <laughs> you broke way too early. He didn't even get all the way cycled through the angles. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, um, <laughs> so so this is starting to go downhill really quickly. Yeah. Well, the other issue, another big issue, was um, the food situation. Um, uh, they had booked was one meal included in their ticket. Uh, no, it was oh. extra. You had to pay for it. Uh, but they had booked one caterer for the event, Reese Catering. <laughs> Um, who expected to cook for 50,000 people and they were like you got to pay us more. <laughs> they were like no can do uh, so Reese catering brought a couple mobile food trucks with them, um, but they pretty quickly couldn't keep up with the demand. What, 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 what were food trucks like in the 70s? Were they serving like hamburgers and stuff or were they like because yeah. in my mind they're serving like home cooked meals like they're out there just like we got a meatloaf truck, you know? <laughs> No, it's burgers and fries. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but here's the thing: they couldn't keep up with it um, with the demand, and so they had to raise prices because they're like, "We don't have enough supply for how many people are here." This is supply and demand issue, you sure. know. Uh, and so they're like, "We have to raise our prices, or else we're going to get sold out." Two hours into this event, two hundred dollar <laughs> hamburger fries. Well, yeah, they were charging ten dollars for a hamburger and fries, which is equivalent to sixty three dollars today. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, needless to say, at this point. Uh, the event goers have had enough. Oh, yeah, uh, and so uh, I know like if I could get my car out, I would leave. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they end up storming the Reese catering trucks. Oh, no, and stealing all of the food and just distributing it to the people. Uh, it was a full a full just takeover, a hostile yeah. takeover and everyone had Reese plenty. catering truck. <laughs> Everybody had handing out raw hamburger <laughs> meat. <laughs> Like we stormed the truck, we got it, and people were like, "Thanks, Thanks I, I guess." guess. Like, I, I think that's what happened. Um, and so this is kind of the moment where it just starts to decline into absolute disaster. Oh yeah, obviously. Um, because how long? How long? It's supposed to be a three-day festival. It's a three-day festival. This is like day two, and people uh, were in, were supposed to sleep outside, right? Yeah, they were supposed to bring their own tents, and so they're sleeping in the turd flats um, <laughs> with their tents, tents in the turd flats. Uh, <laughs> and in turd flat tents, turd flat tents. Their car is somewhere 20 miles down the highway uh, and their favorite band isn't showing up anymore. There's no food. Um, there's no running water. People are bathing in the river uh, uh, and it's just it's, it's an absolute disaster and and to make matters even worse, Illinois who had jurisdiction of the area had to go around to the nearest bridge to cross <laughs> into to get there. They could they only had three sheriffs that they could get into this thing for th- 200,000 people uh, and so they, they just they didn't have a chance the the sheriffs. They couldn't police this situation um, oh, and so man. it was it was a lawless world drugs were openly being sold. There was a a market that opened up where they literally set up like booths. There was a there was a heroin. drug truck that rolled up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like we saw that you guys ran out of the food truck didn't work out, but I mean we got drugs. <laughs> Yeah, so they were openly selling drugs and it was dollars. It was so open that the promoters uh, between sets would come out and announce the people that they shouldn't buy drugs from because it was laced with other stuff. Hey guys, don't get (laughs) it from that booth. Get it from this booth over here uh, and now enjoy 50 minutes of silence. A moment followed of silence by for the doors who yeah, aren't going to be here. followed by another moment of silence. Uh, but we appreciate you giving us your money. Thank you so much for this festival's huge success. Going great, golly guys. God bless America. God bless America. Here we can now soda pop. Uh, ice cream. So they try to get a chant going. Ice cream social. Ice cream. And it's like too many syllables to chant. So a lot of people start ditching. A lot of people are like, Obviously. I'm walking back to the car. 
Uh, but there's some diehards who are like who are like I'm sticking around to the end of this. I want to see the whole show. I want to see it through. Uh, here's the thing. They're not eating. Uh, they're not really bathing. They don't have they're not getting a good night's sleep. Um, they are walking through a swamp to go to the bathroom uh, and it's just it's the worst conditions you can imagine. Yeah, uh, and so these people start to get insane and they're high. They're very high In three days. Uh, They've three lost days. their minds. They are. Yeah, and so late on the second day a group a hungry group of people find a cow roaming the pastures and they decide to slaughter it and so these people slaughter the cow and they um, attempted to cook it but they did not succeed and so they left this carcass <laughs> it just in the middle of the event half cooked uh, just boiling in the summer sun uh, <laughs> so now you just got a rotten meat yeah, just chilling in the middle of the event uh, and the and you know those people were like guys look we got a cow we got food and then they couldn't cook it. This feels it, like what youth pastors have nightmares about camp guys. <laughs> they're just like they wake up in the middle of the night and they're like rotten cow. They killed the cow. <laughs> <laughs> Sent the parent email home. Um, hey, uh, your child, your kid killed a cow. Killed a cow. <laughs> That's the subject line. Kid, <laughs> kid killed, killed cow. cow. Kid killed cow. <laughs> but cows with a K. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the alliteration. Youth pastors love alliteration. They love that stuff. Kid <laughs> killed cow. You open that email. I mean, like you, you know, you gotta go pick up your kid from camp. Then, <clears throat> yeah, you do. Yeah, you definitely pick up. He's like, he's the like, local I, headline is cow killed at camp. Yeah. Uh, but he ends the email on a lighthearted note because youth pastors gotta do that. They're like, well, I guess he grabbed the bull by the horns, right? Ew. <laughs> I love the initiative that your kids showed. You know, <laughs> I, he's going to be a great leader one day. Be a great leader, uh, and so uh, uh, the antsiness just keeps taking it to another level. It gets eventually, worse. Yeah. So eventually, they come together, and a group of them go back and to like the those three police officers are like over there, like, oh, like, hey, stop, stop what you're doing, please, <laughs> don't kill the cow, guys. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know, like they can't do anything about it. They can't. They can't. Uh, and so eventually a group goes back to the Reese catering trucks. There's three of them um, and they push them together and catch them on fire uh, and build like this giant <laughs> bonfire of catering trucks and this truck burnt. The trucks burned through the night. This bonfire was burning through the night. Um, Those trucks into the burned morning. for seven full days. <laughs> <laughs> it was a miracle. <laughs> A guy walking near him, he heard God speak from the to the trucks, and he made him take his shoes off. Then he was like, he was like, he was like, he's like, hey God, he's like, I take my shoes off, but I don't know if you've seen the floor here. He's like, there's turds everywhere. Ground. <laughs> it's like oh, okay. It was just one of the. It was just one of the the attendees who was really high, just sitting in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting inside the fire. He's like, "Take off your shoes." <laughs> Everybody who walked by, take your shoes off. <laughs> Doesn't even know the like, Bible story. Like, Can't hey, even you know. Probably should get out of the fire, dude. <laughs> take your shoes off, dude. That's what I'm gonna tell people. I'm gonna sit, dude. I'm gonna do this all the time, man. I'm gonna be at the airport. I'm gonna stare someone down, and they're like, "Can I help you?" Take your shoes. <laughs> Take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine how weird that would be. You have to comply. You have to. Start, I mean, oh, you, um, you, uh, all right. Uh, what happens if you don't? I think it'd be worse if you did. You do know. Do you uh, want this? Hey, thanks for being here. We've got merchandise. It's a way to support the show and help us do more stuff, buy new equipment, reach more people. Uh, if you like what we're doing and want to help us do that more, uh, please consider doing that. If you want to link to that, all of that's going to be sent to you if you just text Tillin to 66866. I'll tell you, it's not a thing where we're going to text you a lot. We're not. It's not a text service. We're not going to like send you more than it's just a way for you to get a link. Uh, it's one text. That's all we're going to send. I promise you. So yeah, so this thing just burnt like 
burnt. <laughs> just burnt. <laughs> uh, the uh, cops were like, we're out of here. <laughs> the cops are like, yeah, we're just going to leave. We'll come back. I have later. a wife and kids. I can't do this. So yes, yeah, so they leave. Um, third day of the event goes on. Uh, most of the people have left by this point. Yeah, when, uh, I, when they first halt, it's like a rotten cow in the middle and three trucks on fire. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's probably not. It's literally. I'm just not like, even gonna. I'm. Don't hold your breath on a refund. I don't think we're getting it. I think we should just <laughs> cut our losses and go. Uh, it's literally. I hear Chandler's a really nice town. <laughs> I think we should go just hang out in town and visit. And honestly, it's Sunday. Maybe we can go to church. Maybe we, because can we church. freaking need it. I don't. <laughs> Uh, so there's only a few thousand people left at this point, point. Um, and it's all the anarchists. It's the people who yeah, would. the people who are like, oh yeah, there's more people who showed up because they, they heard about the burning drugs. They were like, oh, that's what they're doing out there. Oh, I'll definitely go to that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, the last few artists end up dropping from the show, and so yeah. it was like the next day, two bands played, and then nobody played for the rest of the day. And it was two that no one had heard of. It was just like the <laughs> local bands who were like, "Yeah, hey, we got a show." Yeah, we got a show coming up. You should come. We're playing Warp Tour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna drink Monster Waters. <laughs> monster Water. Uh, so, so uh, these people stick around uh, for the last bit of the show, and then when the the last artist played before the the opening. The end of the. Sh- I mean, it was not supposed to be the end, but everybody knew it was the end because yeah. there's no bands left. They stormed the stage and just ripped it to shreds. During um, the set? No, right at the end of it. So the guy finishes. He's like, he's like, thanks, thanks, Siri Canal Soda Pop Festival. Are the blast? Social. Yeah, watch yeah. your feet on the way out. Don't step in the turds. Yeah. See you later. Uh, and then the, he like walks up the stage and they just storm the stage and they just rip it apart. They end up setting that thing on fire too. Obviously. Uh, so then they got to use all that money for damages. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then finally, after partying on this burning stage for a little bit, the rest of the people leave only to find <laughs> that all of the cars that were parked on the highway had gotten towed, which is pretty much everybody because they had three days of tow trucks to just be like, well, I guess we've got 72 hours to just go up and down and tow all these cars. And so they were just oh <laughs> making rounds gosh. towing every car. <laughs> And so uh, that's hilarious. They described it as like a liberation event because what would happen is somebody would have a car like they would have parked. They parked somewhere else, not right off the highway or whatever. So they didn't get towed. And so they would literally be driving 40 people into town. And so they'd be like piled on. It's like it's like the end of like a war, like where everybody's piling on to one car and like hanging out of it. And there's just like this picture of all these people just <laughs> rolling back into town from the Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival and the people in Chandler saw this happen. They were like we were right to <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's a good thing. Good thing. We didn't let that happen here. Uh, <laughs> don't want any of our cows burned. Yeah, we didn't want they burnt down our cows. Uh, so yeah, so uh, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about um, the aftermath. Okay. Uh, uh, a few things happened here. Um, obviously, there was a massive mess yeah. that they had to clean up. Um, obviously, there was the dead cow. Um, the new road was pretty much destroyed. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The, pretty much destroyed. Uh, the turd fields were a public health nightmare, uh, to say the least. <laughs> uh, and so uh, they ended up facing uh, numerous lawsuits from the owner of the island. Um, but also he was a like, guys. You said you were cool. <laughs> I like you guys said this here. was a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> we got a big family. Y'all got a, m- a messed up family. <laughs> hey, don't hate on our family, man. Uh, the IRS, the state of Illinois and the state of Indiana um, and all the vendors of the event uh, and the court ended up fi- finding them um, several thousands of dollars. Uh, That's it, huh? Yeah, just seven thousand dollars. <laughs> several. Yeah, but I mean, what a hundred thousands of dollars? No, several thousands. Really? Several thousands. Yeah. So I mean, they pretty much got off scot free for all this. Yeah. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Where they get like, they're like, oh man, that costs us twelve grand. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, in How an interview, in, okay, in twenty twelve, Bob Alexander, uh. uh was was he told he told the press he said it had the possibility of being one of the greatest festivals ever 
Um, yeah, which is true of any festival that's planned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it had the uh, possibility. Think of one in your head right now. <laughs> okay. Think about all the bands that could play there. Yeah, that's possibly the best festival ever. Best ever, possibly. Uh, and he said, he said, I think the mere fact that we're talking about this forty years later says something about it as a major cultural event. And he said, you know, I'd love to try it again in the same location. <laughs> so he didn't learn his lesson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the owner of the site ended up instead of trying to clean it up. He just bulldozed the land and buried everything there. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, this is not literally <laughs> sweep it under the rug. He's <laughs> like, he's, they were like, <laughs> He like hired a cleaning crew, a seventy dollar cleaning fee, and he was like, "Ah, yeah, forget that. I'm just gonna bury the whole island." Wait, the island's called Bull Island. Yeah. You know what's eerie about Bull Island <laughs> is that it's haunted by a bull, and that if you listen at night, you can hear him go. Is that a bull sound? Shut up. <laughs> Take your shoes off. <laughs> you didn't let me get my joke. Is that not the joke? No, that was. I was mad at you the first time. I was mad that you interrupted me the first time. You were, is that what bulls sound like? Shut up, Tim. <laughs> Take your shoes off. Oh, don't. Oh, you thought it was did so he, funny, huh? Did he get it from the the fire guy, or is that where Fire Festival got their name? Fire Festival. <laughs> we're gonna burn some cows. <laughs> Have you ever, cow tipping is what poor people do. <laughs> 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 we elites burn them. Have you ever been to uh, uh, a festival like that where it like just kind of fell apart? Uh, no, really? Have you? Yeah, yeah. I never tell you that story. No, <clears throat> uh, it was like heaven fest like 2011, which was like a Christian music festival in Colorado. Oh, everywhere. I assumed uh, heaven fest. <laughs> yeah, heaven fest. Uh, and the great thing about Heaven Fest was, I mean, it was your stereotypical Christian music festival. Um, it was free every Skillet. year. Skillet. Yep. yep. Hawk Nelson. Yep. Uh, Toby Mac. Yep. Yep. Tenth, really? Ave, Tenth Avenue North. Tenth Ave. Oh mm-hmm. man, Tenth Ave. And uh, then Crowder. Yep. Crowder, obviously, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Crowder. That Michael was when he was Smith. playing with his uh, Guitar Hero controller. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Do you remember that? Actually, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but. In like 2009, they had an idea um, because there was this other tour uh, that was like it was like a mini festival called Scream the Prayer, uh, which I don't know if you've ever heard of Scream the Prayer. No, but it was the best thing in the world because like 2008, metal. that was when youth group metal was a thing. Yeah, um, where like there was just a massive church metal scene, um, and it was awesome. Uh, and that scene was interesting because there's a lot of overlap because a lot of people who weren't in the church liked those church bands. Yeah, um, and they would end up going to these church shows just to see these church bands that they liked. Um, well, scream the prayer was coming through Denver the same day as heaven fest. And so heaven fest was like, hey, what if you guys just did it at heaven fest? And so they set up a scream the prayer stage oh, no. um, in 2009 and it was a huge hit. Uh, and so then in 2010 they did it again and it was also a huge hit. Well, after 2010 a scream the prayer stopped happening. Uh, and so uh, so they tried to book so, metal bands. So on heaven fest was like we're going to book some and so they actually did they're like have you heard of this great Christian band called slipknot. <laughs> I mean we think that they're going to really uh, the scream the prayer tent is going to be pretty great. We just booked them. I don't know. They're they're an up and coming band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like the it's the their their name. It stands for that that three three chord. Yeah, rope, whatever you know, I mean it's not the easily Trinity. broken. Not easily broken. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> so they they booked this event and they booked uh, a few pretty good bands. They booked My Children, My Bride, Sleeping Giant, um, and Under Oath. Those were like the big name ones. Yeah. There was a couple others that were like uh, ancillary <laughs> metalcore bands, uh, like uh, Brian Head Welch. He was newly Christian. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we he love was a there. good testimony. Uh, yeah, and then there was. Um, white collar sideshow and so those were like they okay. kind of related sort of but not really uh, so they booked this event. It's a free show um, and th- there's heaven fest is completely free completely free. Okay, and so it brought the Denver metal scene out of the woodworks man. Yeah, um, and they had booked uh, my children my bride to play at 10 a.m. like first band and one of the stages or whatever. good morning. 
<laughs> Good morning, Heaven Fest. Good morning, Din. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the issue. Yeah. They told my children, my bride, 10 p.m. instead of 10 a.m. So my children, my bride at 10 a.m. was in Wyoming. Great. Uh, and so all these metalheads showed up for my children, my bride that early because yeah, that's like, this is the earliest I've been out of bed in four months. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a massive crowd outside the stage uh, and they obviously don't show up. The promoter comes out and says, hey, my children, my bride's not going to make it. Uh, sorry about it. And so we ended up finding out on Twitter later that they were in Wyoming and they're on their way. Were they going to do it that night? They're going to be there at 10 p.m. is what they okay. thought. Um, the great thing about the way they planned this event is there wasn't another metal band taking the stage until 6 p.m. Um, and that was so now you got the Denver metal scene is hanging watching. around Stephen Curtis Chapman <laughs> for like 10 hours <laughs> uh, and it was hot in the middle of yeah. summer. Um, just the, the closest thing they got was when Hawk Nelson played bring him out exactly and they were like bring him out. Yeah, so they're like moshing and stuff so to freaking mercy me, <laughs> you know, mercy mosh at that point is what it was. Uh, so, so all these dudes are just kind of twiddling their thumbs for hours, um, and like they saw a white collar side sideshow and the dude from Corn and it was whatever. Um, <laughs> but then finally, Underoath takes the stage at six. Okay, and this is when Underoath was still cool, like before they did their new stuff. Right, right, right. Um, but. Uh, Aaron wasn't in the band at the time, but he was there doing his solo stuff. And so everybody was like, Aaron's going to come to a guest spot in this show. Like there was no reason to believe that okay. other than the fact that he was also there. He was there. Uh, and so everybody, there's just the rumors that he was going to come out and that was going to be like their encore, you know? And so people were amped. Well, Underworld takes a the stage. These metalheads have been here for All eight day. hours. Yeah. Haven't seen a show they wanted to see yet. It's hot um, and it's Underworld. And yeah. so Underworld takes the stage and Oh my gosh. It was one of the funnest pits I've ever been in. Like it was just pandemonium. Yeah, you um, love that pit. It was so fun. <laughs> Favorite pit. <laughs> Look at that pit. I mean, of all the pits I've seen. <laughs> um, and it was just uh, it was in this field, so it was dusty, it was dirt, it was so cool. Um, but here's the problem. The Stephen Curtis Chapman fans didn't get it. Um, and there was such an overlap I in can't the church it. metal scene because like in the church metal bands, there was all these church kids that listened to it, but they'd never been to the, their show. So they didn't know what that environment. They didn't was know like. what metal bands were like. So when the pit would open up, they would just see this giant gap in the crowd. Oh, they'd be like, no. oh look at this. They just waltz in there. Oh, no. And then it, the song would hit and they just get kicked in the face. And then just people were getting like I, I can't count on one hand. How many with the love of Jesus? They were getting yeah, kicked the in the teeth. Well, actually, with the no, love most of those kids weren't Christians. Uh, they saw these people and they were like, I'm going to knock that guy out. They're like, look at that homeschool kid in the middle <laughs> with a backpack on. Literally, I I could not. You tell know you. that he's got like a backpack full of Nestle Pure Life waters, right? And they're like damp because they're in there, you know, and like the labels are falling off. He's just got a puddle of water at the bottom of that backpack, and those kids just straight. He's got like you know, he's yeah. got those dumb sunglasses, like the ones you used to wear in college. You remember those white framed ones? White he's ones. out there, and they just went and kicked him in the teeth. Yeah, yeah, they just. They're like, what do you think about them. that, Kevin? <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, uh, and so kids start getting kicked out of the show. Security starts kicking uh, the metalheads out of the show, and then the metalheads start kicking the security people. No, exactly. It was pandemonium. They cut under a set short. Oh no! Um, and and then they burn the stage down. That's when it went from good to great uh, because uh, after under oath, it was the next band uh, metal band wasn't until 10 p.m. That was Sleeping Giant at 10 p.m. Uh, and there was this rumor that they were going to let my children, my bride play when they get here, which was supposed to be 10 p.m. So it was like sleeping giants going to play. Then my children, my bride's playing in play. So everybody's hangs out for four more hours after they cut the set short and kicked everybody's friends out. Um, and everybody's just waiting for sleeping giant to come out and sleeping giant set was I, I mean, I thought under oath was pandemonium sleeping giant was unbelievable. Um, this kid literally got carted out in a stretcher. Uh, rumor has it he broke his neck. I don't know if that's true. Rumor has uh, it, huh? But he he got carted out in a stretcher. It was one of the craziest events I've ever been to. Um, and then the next year they didn't do a screaming. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't let him back. They're like we're not doing. Yeah, metal they're bands. like we're not letting guys back to this event. Um, do you think that was the death of metal? <laughs> yeah, that was the death of the Christian metal scene. Oh, okay. That's when that's when all the Christian bands were like we're not we're not Christian. August <laughs> Burns Red was like we're not a part of that. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, Heaven Fest never heard of it. <laughs> Heaven never heard of it. <laughs> So yeah, it was a disaster, man. It was a disaster. But my sister, my bride, ended up playing some warehouse in Denver that night, and I 
to this day regret not going to see them because yeah. we just went home. It was exhausting. It was such an exhausting day. Um, but you know, yeah. we're still doing an episode, right? Uh, so yeah, so this event failed. I mean, just like Heaven Fest. You know, it, here's the thing: the Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival is a lot like Heaven Fest. It's the ice cream social, which is what our live event would be called. Whenever we do it this fall, it'll be the called Tillin the Tillin Ice Cream Social, the Tillin Freedom Festival, and Ice Cream Social. <laughs> the t- and we're playing on the Scream the Prayer stage. So the Tillin on the Scream the Prayer stage at the Freedom Festival Ice Cream Social. The poster's ridiculously <laughs> large. Yeah, everyone's like, man, this must be a big event. Look Till at all Studios words. presents. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess you don't want to hear my story anymore. Hey, okay, whatever. Man. Join, you know, join our Discord by joining our Patreon, uh, which <laughs> is you can text till into six 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 six. Yeah. And in the Discord is how we will mobilize you to take over Mount Vernon, Missouri. <laughs> I'm so serious Get about that mobilized. idea. That's really funny. And we just show up in Mount Vernon, Missouri, and we just start chanting fiddle off, fiddle off, fiddle off. <laughs>